those Christians might share the gospel with us. Welcome to the Rap Report with Andrew Rappaport, where we provide biblical interpretations and applications. This is a ministry of striving for eternity and the Christian podcast community. For more content or to request a speaker for your church, go to strivingforeternity.org. All right, welcome to another weekly Rap Report. We are back to the regular gang. Well, we have an additional member of the gang, but... Uh, we have been doing a number of interviews. I hope you guys have enjoyed uh, talking with some some friends and some p- others, <laughs> being able to hear from folks like Jay Warner Wallace and uh, Sean McDowell and others, Jim Osmond. We've had a number of interviews, uh, good stuff. I hope you've been enjoying that. But today what we want to deal with on this podcast is a new movie that is out on YouTube. It is available for you to watch for, well, free. That's right. It is a new movie by Ray Comfort. And before we get to this movie, I will plug another movie that Ray has coming out. Ray has a new movie that will be out um, soon. I think end of this month, either, no, end end of June. So I'm not sure when this podcast is going to drop, but it, so it may be June when, when this drops. But uh, a new movie coming out called The Fool. It is a must-see for every Christian. I think this is, uh, if any of you have had that feeling that you've been embarrassed, you've been worried about how the world is going to view you when you share the gospel, the movie The Fool will be a great encouragement to you. Ray Comfort opens up, talks about some of his own life, and talks about just a little bit of how the the world of atheists came in mocking him, insulting him, trying to humiliate him, and instead of taking that and and just basically hiding away, he really saw that through advice from a friend as a way that God used to really opened up doors, and it allowed him, when we were at the Reason Rally, uh, folks may know, I organize an event every year at the Reason Rally when they have their atheist convention um, or worship service, whatever you may want to call it, but when they gather uh, every four years, we evangelize them, and I invited Ray out, and Ray came with uh, his team, and we had a thousand Christians to evangelize the Hordes and hordes of atheists, actually, no, no. They said they were scared. They said that they would have twenty to 30,000 atheists, and only about 4,000 showed up. We made up one-fifth of their group, and uh, they said that it was our fault that no one was there. They were so afraid. Oh, those Christians might share the gospel with us. Ah! Yeah, that's what they were doing. But one of our new guys who is here it was the first time i met him in person was at that reason rally and that is josh smith we'll hear from him in a bit um we'll probably i'm just saying we'll probably hear some marriage advice from him at some point you know he's got this some great marriage advice he's newly married um but (laughs) for folks who watch or used to watch the slick answers when matt slick and i used to get together they know of josh smith they know of his marriage advice and (laughs) the carm dating we we, but there's some insight there that we could uh share with you so i will be announcing maybe john or vince can remind me if i forget we will be having an a new preacher's bible giveaway we said that we have two preacher bibles that we got to give away and striving fraternity will be giving the second one away in the month of june And so you have the month of June to be able to enter. And I will tell you those details after uh, we go through the school shooting movie. And so we want to go through this. And so I'll welcome in uh, Vincent and John and Josh. I don't know. Have you guys got a chance beforehand to to watch the movie that I sent you? I have not either. I watched it last night. Good. So you guys are well prepared. (laughs) I, I I'm good. I don't want to be biased. You don't want yeah, to be biased. Yeah, we're coming into this blind and fair. Yeah. So for folks who are new to hearing Josh's voice, Josh is, well, he used to be in Maryland where the Reason Rally was, not far from where the Reason Rally was, and that's where we had met. And um, 
he he was on we used to be i gave a little bit of inside jokes and it's never good to do so we got to explain those jokes so josh we first met on slick answers when you were talking with matt slick about how you were dating someone and you decided to give her a quiz on the first date yeah (laughs) did it make it to a second date it did it did actually it I don't know how, wait, but wait, that definitely wait. was. It was an injury, though. It was an injury, but it did. It, really, it made it to a second date. Was, was that in Iraq? That second date? <laughs> did it? Did it? I mean, you you basically went through Carm articles and started challenging her on her, you know, what her beliefs were. Didn't she flee to Iraq or something? Over <laughs> uh, That's half <laughs> half half truth. <laughs> to join Hamas? Wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, so, but you did end up getting married and after getting married, you came on to Slick Answers and we were glad to see you. And you gave us this, this wonderful bit of marriage advice. Yeah, it's been, it's been challenging, but it's, it's good. I feel like, I feel like it's already been forever. It's only been 16 days. So, and Matt and I love that you're 16 days and you felt like it was forever. (laughs) I'm glad that you're still married, but it's only because your wife is a wonderful person. (laughs) And that, that his father-in-law can beat that, him up. That quote was completely out of context. I was saying that, that was the full quote. That, no, that was no, no. It was it because I was saying, "Wow, feels like you know I'm I'm already used to everything, and it feels like we've already been you know been together so long." But it sounded like because I since it, I said it, it sounded like, like the way that everyone interprets it. Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> I mean, John, am I wrong here? Does that not sound like exactly like how we heard it? Sounds like it to me. I, think I, didn't, I didn't interpret anything with that. Did, did you? 16 days. Is, 16 days. According to him, is forever. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like forever. <laughs> uh, but we, 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 we like it, busting on Josh just a little bit too much. But, uh, but I think John is right. If you were ever to think about leaving your wife your father-in-law could beat you into the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he could do that with just a look. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if my choice was to get into a cage match with Frank Mullis or have to follow, face your father-in-law, I think I'd go with Frank Mullis. <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> So, but that's good. No comment. <laughs> yeah, keep, it keeps Josh in line, you know? <laughs> Striving for Eternity is a Christ-centered ministry focused on equipping people for eternity. And they provide speakers and seminars that come to your church with expertise in theology, hermeneutics, world religions, creation science, evangelism, presuppositional apologetics, church history, and expertise in sexual abuse in the church. For details on their seminars and to request a speaker for your church, go to Striving for eternity.org striving to make today an eternal day for the glory of god so all right let's let's get let's get into this movie on school shooting now this is more of a serious type of issue but as we look at this and i have not been following the news on things that i don't know about you guys but i've discovered that if i stop watching the news like all the time i'm suddenly a lot happier of an individual but I don't have as much time to watch the news. But there was a school shooting, and I am convinced that Ray Comfort had a lot of this footage already from previous school shootings and was able to put this together kind of quickly to have this out right after the shooting. But this is something you can watch. You, you know, And I would encourage folks, we're going to play through it and, and talk about it, but my encouragement to you, the link will be in the in the show notes, but my encouragement is that you would share this movie with folks because there is a lost and dying world that is trying to make sense of the school shootings that are happening over and over and over again. And as we understand from this school shooting, this was not an individual that everyone was watching and looking and thinking he could do this. This is someone who wanted his couple of minutes of fame. And I will take a, a uh, page from Al Mohler's playbook, and we will not be naming the individual. We will not give him his 
five minutes of fame in any way. Um, if anything, the, the people who were uh, injured and murdered should be named and not him. But uh, let's, this video becomes a, something you can share with folks that are asking the question about these repetitive school shootings and in doing so, have a way to also share the gospel with them. So I encourage you to consider doing that and, and sharing this. So I'm going to hit play and then these guys will raise their hands and let me know when they want to want me to stop and we'll talk through it. So. All right, here we go. I'm going to I'm just going to speed it up a little bit just uh, at 1.25. Shouldn't be too quick, but alrighty. So here we go. Go. Now this is one of the deadliest school shootings in US history as seems we're saying that well, too often these days. 17 people killed in a mass shooting at a Florida high school. This guy that recently killed 17 people, do you think he was evil? Um, I don't think he was evil per se. Do you think this guy was evil? Um, I mean, it's hard to define the difference between evil and what's good, um, but I feel like... Why is it hard? I think he was evil? I don't know. Was he evil? <clears throat> evil? I mean, evil just... I don't know about evil. Just How do you define evil? Now, do you guys notice how hard it is for these folks to call murdering of 17 people evil? Yep. Oh, yeah. They, they have no way to ground good and evil anymore. I, mean, I, think, I think Ray is hitting on one of the major things that we, you know, people are asking why these school shootings. Is this not? a major issue when people can't even refer to someone that kills 17 people as evil. <clears throat> right. This is, um, this is what is called postmodernism right here. Yeah. This is where nobody knows the difference between wrong and right, evil and good. So this is what the result is, is that when you ask people what is evil or, you know, is it evil? They just shrug their shoulders. They they detach morality from anything that's absolute, therefore mm -hmm. subjective of what is good and evil. And so they don't really have a way to compare it anymore. You know, this was one of the things I noticed after 9-11, uh, and that's now 17 years ago. But it was the – people were saying it was the end of postmodernism because people could recognize something as being evil. And they were calling what happened on 9-11 evil. <clears throat> this is 17 years later, and they can't refer to this as evil. And, and, and we're going to see more of it. It's going to, it's not, but watch how Ray does this. Ray starts with the question of being able to identify evil because I think this is the main problem with the school shootings. People can't identify morality because they've been told, because atheism is, is hats to say there is no absolute morality. People no longer are looking at things as a right and wrong issue because they don't want to be accountable to God ultimately. Why are you hesitating to say that? 17 people murdered, innocent people. How many people do I have to murder before you say evil? Yeah, yeah. That's I'll a great question. It's an evil person. So, was a person who commits rape evil? Yes. Okay, so a man who kills 17 people, is he evil? Now, that's amazing right there what Ray just did. <clears throat> And this is, I, you know, we want to go through this, not just for the, the content of the movie, but for folks who don't realize, I mean, Ray Comfort is a master of conversation. He's a master of, of maneuvering through conversations. And that's what you just saw there. Although I don't know why it is. I always seem to freeze it when someone's got their tongue out. But <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> but, but, you know, look at with a question. The person is saying, that murdering of 17 people, he, he has trouble saying that's evil. But he could say raping someone, that's evil. And so, so why the difference? That's the question Ray's asking. Never mind. I was just going to say, I mean, we live in a culture that doesn't value life, but they do value your, your self-autonomy. And if you go against that, then <clears throat> that's, that's the big sin. But life, as you see with the abortion industry, is just not all that important to them. It's a but, weird double standard there, but... It's, but it's, isn't the taking of someone else's life violating their self-autonomy? 
I guess depopulation is a greater good, though, to the <laughs> to the people right. who survive. <laughs> yeah. So I guess <sighs> I, I didn't say it made sense, but I just it's there. You know, they value they don't value life as much. That's their thinking. Yeah. Well, and and you know, this is I mean, this is how a guy like Hitler was able to do what he did, right? And and. and this is how others will continue to do these sort of things. Because, I mean, a whole generation of people can't even say killing of 17 people for no reason whatsoever is evil, is an evil act. I can say it. It's evil. Okay, so you he killed women. He killed some women. He killed women. It doesn't matter if it's women or men. Well, he worse than raped them. You'll say rape is evil, but you won't say murder. Mass murder is evil. Why not? You know, this guy that killed 17 people, was he evil? I... I you know, deep down, I want to say no one's evil. Why do you think there's no one's evil? I think it has to do with wow. some future things, you know, the stricter gun laws and like, and maybe just like focusing on mental health issues. Also, it's a mental, mental illness awareness issue. Yeah, like mental health issue. No, it's a sin issue. Yeah, they think it's a system. <laughs> that's what he went through. Yeah, it's a heart issue. Yeah. See, and this is what the, this a whole generation where they want to remove God. That's why they can't recognize this. You know? And, and <clears throat> I mean, we're, we're chopping this up. And this is why I'm going to put the link in. Folks, you want to watch this in its entirety. Okay. Um, I'm just saying you're, you want to. But we, we want to point out some things that we're going to see in this. So you notice how the culture has such a difficulty recognizing evil. Kid was probably bullied. Um, if you're referring to the one in the Florida attack, right? It was an orphan, correct? If I remember correctly, yeah, there are millions of orphans. They don't go out and kill people. Millions of people bullied. I was bullied as a kid. Were you bullied as a kid? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so he was, <laughs> yeah. He's bullied as a kid. Is, oh, is, Josh wants to say something. No, no, no. I was just. He was. He was talking about marriage. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you get the point. It's like he, he's saying, "Oh well." They were bullied. Notice the excuses that these people, these kids are making uh, about to, to really to excuse the behavior, a sinful, wicked behavior of an individual. They have to, re, they have to place the blame somewhere outside of the individual. They, it's, it's, it's their environment. It's, their, it's the system they're in. It's, it's society's fault. Yep. It's not this fault of the individual. It's government, it's society, it's politics, it's... it's anything it's it's I the mean, laws that we have they're unjust they're yeah. not right you know they'll, yeah. they'll always have an excuse and so it's so it's a mental health awareness issue or it's that he was bullied but i always find it interesting they're very quick to blame the gun <laughs> right <laughs> the gun did it uh no no uh, someone did it not a gun i mean they use the gun in england they use knives and throw acid in people's face you know but They'll, they'll find a means. Doing it. Why are there so many people? I mean, our great fear is terrorism. You know, some Islamic terrorists showing up at school and blowing people up. But this is American against American. Why is this happening? That's a question that I think no one can answer that. I don't know the answer. I mean, it's, how do we stop this happening again? That's amazing. We have no answer. They, they have no answer. I got another question for you. The Bible has an answer, doesn't it? I like to think that I'm good. So are you good or evil? Am I good or evil? I think I'm in, I'm in between. So what's your judgment? How do you, make do you notice how he laughs? Like he doesn't even believe it. Right. <laughs> Everybody has a little dark side in them themselves. Like, what about you? Do I have a dark side? Not really. <laughs> so what say that you're dark? Not convincing, pal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he looked at Ray like, do you believe me? <laughs> I, I think a lot of these, the why they make excuses is because they know they could do the same thing. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. Who killed 17 people is mentally ill. I mean, it's, again, it's, it's, it's super tricky, I think. I mean, super I, honestly, tricky? I, I, think I have a, a simple solution to it. I don't think there is a simple solution to anything that's going on right now. I'd rather keep him locked up and just have him realize, like, what he does, he's done, you know? Um, and he already knows what he's done is wrong. We're just going to feed him and clothe him, give him free lodging for life. Um, I think it's worse <laughs> to just suffer in, in prison by yourself and go crazy than to just get killed and, you know. Do you, you notice how Ray that? gets you know these I mean? guys like, thinking? The guy was already crazy. Yeah, but he'll go even more crazy and he'll just suffer. Like that's going to suffer. People, we don't want to get a hold of guns, but it's not See, just insane people. Do you notice? People, you notice as as well, he goes through this, you notice that this is because they don't have a knowledge of the afterlife. They have no fear of spending eternity in a lake of fire. Uh, you got a mother. Got a mother, yes. 
let's say this guy put her in the crosshairs and shot her through the head. What would you say? You want to put? You're going into uh, my sphere of moral concern now. So be executed. Wow. That'd be kind of ironic, but yeah, sure, why not? So now I can, happen to now I would get mad, yeah. And then, of course, so if it's this guy's mother, then he'd get mad. It, that's a law. That's a, you can go either way with that. But it's but seventeen people he doesn't know. That's okay. No, it's just I mean, it's just I can't. That's not you. You know, it, it reminds me of something that Stalin had said: is you know, killing one person is murder, killing a thousand is a statistic. That's really what that guy just said. If you kill his mother, then you should pay for it. But if you kill 17 people you, he doesn't know, it, it's not a big deal to him. This is where our culture's at. Yeah, the reason why his mother, you know, it's a big selfish generation out there too. So, yeah. As long as it don't affect me personally, what do I care, you know? And that's a sad testimony. We, you know, decide whether or not somebody dies. You know, abortion, um, yeah. <laughs> That's making a decision whether or not someone lives or dies. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I guess I, with that logic, you should say immediately I'm against it because of your philosophy. Yeah, of course I am. It's, 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 again, these are just all, because I also believe that if it's See so how Ray gets, gets them like, with it, but like also, thinking you know, and, and they're trapped. So it's just, it's, he doesn't okay want to disagree with abortion, but he really no, can't oh with gosh. Ray saying, oh, but look at your. No, you stand against you. It's not the woman's body. It's someone look, else's body. Look your at your, your own thinking, what you just said. I know. People like you that haven't made their mind up strongly that that allow people who think it's a woman's right to kill her own child to go ahead and do it. Do you think this nation has lost the fear of God? Yes, that that's definitely, I'd say, a point. That, okay, the, the, the previous guy, he, uh, Ray nailed it right there where he said, um, the problem is that you don't want to stand up and actually say something about it. That's where, what it is. No one is passionate enough to actually say something, to actually say, this is wrong, this is right. That's, that's the issue right there. It's one of the core issues, you know, that, that because nobody wants to actually have the gall, the guts to actually say, you know, this is wrong, this is right, according to what God has, has laid out the standard of. You know, this is what we need to, you know, stand up and do. And, and the problem is, is, you know, these people don't have that foundation. They don't have any kind of foundation. They're just floating around and, and you know, without a rudder. And they have no moral compass whatsoever. So, therefore, we don't really, we can't really say what's evil. We can't say what's, what's good, you know. And then when, when Ray actually put his feet to the fire, and like you said earlier, when he was saying, you know, when he brought up abortion, he was like, well, I mean, abortion is a whole different category, but yet you are saying that these people were murderers. Well, you know, be consistent with your, with your stance, but yet they don't want to because, like I said, they don't have it, a stance. It's not that they don't want to. They can't. I mean, what, yeah. Once you give up god and try to deny he exists you have no standard to argue for morality at all i mean that's why they're struggling they're struggling because there are a generation of people raised believing that there is no standard of morality other than ones we set for ourselves so how can you say that that what that guy did was wrong mm -hmm. you can't yep. that makes people want to lash out like that and if you don't fear God, you don't care about, you shall not kill. And so you go out and kill because you're upset at someone. Even if you're upset at people you don't know, you just kill them anyway because you don't fear God. Everything I do as a Christian, I, I think, is this going to get God's smile or his frown? And that's how I govern my life. No, notice how, how Ray provides his standard. Because it feared God. Right? Just the, the, the fact that he slip. knows he's going to face God, said, God provides so a way of the how he's going to live. Too many in the population, so it would be good if a lot died off and everyone be happy. Massive calling? Um... Yeah, I think I hate it. No, stop it. <laughs> so, are you an atheist? See, Ray didn't even believe that guy Do that he wants massive killing that for population control. It's crazy talk.
Can you answer the following questions for your children or for the person to whom you are witnessing? Number one, is the New Testament reliable? Two, can you explain the Trinity to me? Three, how is Jesus both God and man? And a slew of other questions you will be able to answer if you get Andrew Rappaport's new book, What Do We Believe? It will help you a ton. Get your copy at whatdowebelievebook.com, whatdowebelievebook.com. Now, what you believe? Nothing created everything? <laughs> After one school shooting, the Associated Press reported, authorities in Kentucky said a teenager accused of fatally wounding two high school classmates and wounding several others showed no remorse when talking about the carnage. Police say Gabriel Ross Parker seemed to view his actions as a science experiment. See, Parker told police you he notice how they're, and that no they're just as shootings. Asked about connected motives, from what they're Parker actually said, doing. The biggest thing he gave me was that he said he was an atheist and that his life had no purpose and other people's lives also had no purpose. You see, th- this the nation is becomes secularized, atheism. forsakes the Ten Commandments, that has no definition of is. evil. And when nothing is considered evil, anything is either acceptable or excusable, whether it's adultery, pornography, homosexuality, fornication, blasphemy, mass murder, or even cannibalism, as in the case of the famous atheist Richard Dawkins, who's admired by millions. In an article in the National Review entitled, Dawkins Wants to Eat Human Meat, the review said, quote, researchers may soon be able to manufacture meat from cell lines in the lab. And Dawkins has suggested in a tweet that we could overcome our taboo by eating human flesh so manufactured. Wow. Then the review said, the unique, equal, and inherent dignity of every human life is a core belief of Judean Christian moral philosophy and a foundation principle of Western civilization. Indeed, every historical evil committed in the West, slavery, eugenics, Jim Crow, the Holocaust, the Inquisition, you name it, flowed directly from rejecting or disregarding that principle. That's right. And that's, and that's exactly what we say. Out of Eden. You know, what we end up saying is that when we, when we reject God, this is what happens. You know, you, you guys have heard this plenty of times that, you know, religion has killed more, you know, in, the, in all of history. Uh, that more people die because of religion. And yet in the last hundred years, not all of history, the last hundred years, atheism has been responsible for killing more people, the murder of more people than all the religions combined in all of history, recorded history. You know, when you think about what happened in, in China, in Russia, Stalin, the Mao, you know, you look at the, the hundreds of millions of people they killed in the name of godlessness. Because once you remove God, you remove, all, you remove everything that is a right and wrong. And now it's just what you make right is right. And, and that's how you can excuse a Holocaust. And for folks who want to say, oh, Hitler was religious – they haven't read Hitler. He used the Catholic Church, but he only, he, you know, as any politician, he's going to use it to, to get his power, but he didn't believe it. You know, he believed, he was a devout believer in evolution. And that, Ray makes that point later on here, too. He, yep. someone, someone threw that Hitler card out, and he's like, <laughs> politicians kiss babies to get voted, <laughs> to get <That's> votes. <laughs> so... Dawkins said, there is no purpose, no evil, and no good. We're merely dancing to our own DNA. Helen Fisher is a biological anthropologist at the Kinsey Institute. Let's go back a million years. A man has one wife and has two children. But if he occasionally goes over the hill and sleeps with another woman and has two extra children, he's doubled the amount of DNA he has sent into tomorrow. So, so adultery made it more likely that any given gene pool would continue? Yes. Do you see how she just justified adultery? Like, wow. I mean, now she she really thinks she's intelligent with that, but don't the genes just reproduce regardless? I mean, I don't have to commit adultery for genes to reproduce, and and if it's not me, it could be someone else, and maybe that someone else is better genetically. <laughs> you know, but you notice how she just makes the excuse. We have seen the theory of evolution being used to excuse all kinds of behavior that we know is wrong. We know it to be wrong, but we use it to justify sinful actions. Now, can you imagine them actually continuing on with that thought? 
now it's eventually it's going to come to the point where like, well, look, I mean, you know, people, you know, million years ago, they went around and they killed people for, for good reason. <laughs> I mean, it's basically what they're going to come across to at some point. They're going to justify killing, even though nowadays they already have justified killing through abortions. Well, but did Hitler not justify the murder of 6 million Jews and 5 million sure. others because of the fact that they were not as evolutionarily evolved as right. the Aryan race. Right. He argued that they were closest to the apes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah. follow that logic with all the, the race topics that are, I mean, evolution is what teaches that blacks are closest to the apes, right? That's evolutionary thinking. That's not Christian thinking. We would say it's one race and there's no difference. It just is a scientific thing. You have either more or less melanin. That's it. They would say it's a, an issue of evolution. Mm -hmm. So really, if there's any group of people that should be standing up against this, it should be the African-Americans because, hey, someone could come along and say, hey, look, you aren't as evolved as us whites. I mean, that's what Darwin said in Descent to Man. You, they're not as evolved. It justified the murder of, of millions of blacks in, in Nazi Germany. And the, they said the Jews were, weren't as evolved. That's the excuse they made. And it was a moral thing to do. It was a good thing to do. Lest you think that this is just, oh, this is just crazy talk. Sam Harris, if you read his book, Death of Faith, he makes the argument that it is morally right to kill people if they can't separate their faith from or their belief from their actions. He says it's a moral thing to do to kill them. And now, lest you think that I'm taking him out of context, if you read that book and you read the later editions where he puts an addendum to it and he ends up clarifying that point and emphasizing it even more, he argues in the new or in the additional ending where he argues because he was asked that question and he argues, yes, it is morally right to kill people who can't separate their, their beliefs from their actions, we should kill them before they kill us. You know what the problem is with that, Sam Harris? <laughs> Once you start trying to follow that practice, that belief, you then can't separate your belief from your action. Everybody acts based on their belief. The problem is when you remove God and you remove reality, uh, morality, then we now have this, where people cannot say something is evil. They can't explain that something is wrong. And then that action, they want to say Islam is really bad. This is worse. At least Islam understands right from wrong. Can you answer the following questions for your children or for the person to whom you are witnessing? Number one, is the New Testament reliable? Two, can you explain the Trinity to me? Three, how is Jesus both God and man? And a slew of other questions you will be able to answer if you get Andrew Rappaport's new book, What Do We Believe? It will help you a ton. Get your copy at whatdowebelievebook.com, whatdowebelievebook.com. Like our, we have, we have to have hope, you know. Like we always got hope for a better future. So, so who made us evolve? That's that's the question I can't answer. I don't know. Is it evolution or God or God? In my opinion, I'm a I'm a Christian atheist. I believe in the teachings of you believe? Well, we we've heard that. Yeah, we've actually heard that before. We actually had some guy. Yeah, the yeah. atheists on on Discord, they'll say yep. stuff like yeah. that. They'll say like, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Christian atheist." <laughs> how how is that possible? How is that? Yeah, I mean, so words have no meaning. That's I mean, that's the whole yeah. thing. They redefined everything. Yep. Yeah. The scientific impossibility that nothing created everything. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, that could be insane. That, that could, could be, be insane. <laughs> he admits it. Nothing. Well, God was there in the beginning. I love what so saying. God was there in the beginning. Now, you know, God knows. Well, if you think they feared God in those days, America was called a God-fearing nation in those days. Was, well, I mean, there was more. I would. Have, I would think there was more Christians back then than now. You know, in some ways, believe in God's existence. So I, I like what you said there. There were more Christians back then than now. Like back when, before Christ. How, <laughs> just saying. How could you have Christians before Christ? Just 
See, critical thinking is not another strong suit, is it? That there's something, but I mean, because you can't teach critical thinking and evolution. I mean, I'm, I'm still kind of like on my They're own mutually exclusive. Kind of thing, you know, I can't really answer that question. Think about your own death. Oh yeah, I think everyone does. You can't even define evil, let alone make a judgment. But God sees everything that we do that's wrong as evil. There are degrees of of evil, but lying is evil to God. It's an abomination. The Bible says so is stealing. So what I'm trying to say is that where's a nation? You see how Ray about? uses the law. But, the, but notice the transition that he where, did there. He's why. talking about that which is evil with each one okay, of these kids and going from looking at America's values, looking at the, the issue of evil, and from there getting into the law of God, getting into discussing what is right and wrong and where do we know that from. This is the thing that's great when you end up looking at what Ray does. Ray is a master of this, at those transitions of just very smoothly, very casually, conversation after conversation, going from one issue right into the gospel over and over. Now, this actually encourages me. Ray is sharing the gospel here at Huntington Beach in the rain. And it's encouraging to me because uh, when I was out out at California, Ray actually was, we were getting really bad weather. Ray didn't, was thinking of not going out because it, and told Scotty, hey, it's really bad weather. Let's not go. And then the, then the weather broke and it came out nice. And Ray felt bad that he said, you know, not that maybe we shouldn't go. And uh, I called him up and said, hey, let's go. And he was like, great. <laughs> so I'm encouraged that the weather doesn't stop him. You know? Yeah, you don't want enough hell. I'd rather go to up there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it does concern you. And, and notice how many well, you know people, even hunting the beach, how many people are sitting there in the rain with umbrellas, hearing a guy preach the gospel. Suffered and died on the cross. Took the punishment. His last words on the cross were, it is finished. In other words, the debt has been paid. You and I broke God's law, the Ten Commandments, and Jesus paid the fine. The last words on the cross were, it is finished. In other words, the debt has been paid. Well, God can let you live forever because the fine was paid by Jesus on the cross. The Bible says God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might be made righteous in the sight of God. And then he rose from the dead, defeated death. And if you repent, well, turn from your sins and trust in Jesus like a trusted parachute, God will forgive your sins in an instant and grant you everlasting life. You know, the thing I'm telling the truth? Yes, what about you, young lady? You two having sex? Yes, we are. Okay, let's go. Okay, now, I mean, only Ray could get away with that. Only Ray could turn to people in public and be like, are you two having sex? And they, they smile and laugh at him. They don't get offended. Only Ray can do that. But, but it's the way, the manner in which he, he does this. They're not offended by him. They're not, you know, he's not insulting even when he asks a personal question like that. It's the accent. <laughs> it's the accent. It's the it's the attitude. It's the the demeanor that he has, you know, and and that is something that for people who go out and evangelize, you know, mimic that from Ray, mimic that because the reality is, is as you can see in in her face, and you know, she's not offended. The other guy wasn't offended. They admit to it, and you know, he he doesn't back down from telling the truth, but because of his demeanor they're not offended and and they don't mind and you see this over and over again with ray he'll say things like this and people don't get super upset with him because they realize that he's he's trying to explain something to them and he's he's so likable that it's hard to not not like him i would also say that they're not aware that they are living in sin yeah and so they just kind of chuckle at it like oh yeah okay haha and you know, when, when Ray, Ray points that out, it's like, no, you're living in sin. You're, you're fornicating <laughs> your sexual immorality. I mean, you know, when he starts using the Bible as his standard to these guys and they start realizing, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he calls it adultery. Yeah. He just did right here. Listen. Fornication. And the Bible says fornicators will not inherit the kingdom of God. So what you have to do. There goes that smile. And yeah. Turn from them and trust in Jesus like you trust a parachute or like you trust an umbrella. Okay? You're and she's holding an umbrella. <laughs> and if you have Christ, you're sheltered from God's wrath against your sin. Would that be a spiritual transition game right there? That would be. And, you know, this is the thing, though. You know, Ray is a master of the spiritual transition game. When are you going to do that? You know, 
I mean, this is what you're seeing with person after person. Ray is doing this, the spiritual transitions, you know, and he's taking everything that he has, whether it's talking about the school shootings and, and what evil is and transitioning from that to the gospel in what the law is. If here he's, you know, from trusting a parachute to trusting a, an umbrella to trusting the gospel, that's something that he's very, very good at. Get right with God and marry her. You can do it for five bucks and babies. Okay? He encourages them to go get married and stop living in adultery. And they're not offended. No. They're, they're laughing. He's the best advice they probably ever heard. Yeah. But, he's, but is he watering down the gospel in any way? No. No. What are you going to do that? What are you going to do right now? Yeah, well, make sure you're serious. Yeah. You see, Ray doesn't water down the gospel. He He's saying... Hard things, personal things to point out their sin, but doing it in such a loving way that, you know, they're, they're listening. They're, you know, they haven't left. They haven't left. Yeah. They haven't no, walked away. They haven't walked away. That's right. You know 100%. <laughs> Put your hand in the fire, you know the flame is hot. True, yeah. A belief. And I came to know you see how they, this guy ago. says, well, no one can know anything 100%. Yep. Ray quickly shows him, yes, there's things you know 100%. Stick your hand in fire, you know it's hot. man fell in the ocean wouldn't let go of his gold belt, and it took him under. If you hold on to your sins, they'll take you to hell. And I'd hate that to happen. I'd be horrified. Hear the compassion in his voice. You just told me you're a lying thief, a blasphemer, and an adulterer at heart. So if you face God on judgment day and he judges you, yeah, well, who could say that? On judgment day, you'll be guilty and end up in hell. Does that concern you? No. You don't love life? No. Do you love life? No, I don't love life. Do you hate life? Very much so become a Christian and you'll wow. die to your evil self. You give up the battle against God. That's what happens when you become a Christian. You die to yourself and you live for God. You're resurrected in a newness of life. So therefore he's cool with me living my life the way I see. No, you're under his wrath. You're an enemy of God and your mind's through wicked works. You That's see how Ray does not water it, like it down at all. Well, every, every judge sounds like a bully to a guilty criminal. Boom. That's brilliant. What Ray just did there because so many people, this guy's saying, oh, I hate life. I hate life. It's, you know, God's, God's a bully. Ray puts it right into perspective, right? A judge always seems like a bully to a criminal. A police officer always is a bully to a criminal when they get caught. Always. That's the issue with our culture. They want to say God is a bully because they're under his judgment. Yeah. Yeah. They hate him. They want to be able to get away with murder, literally, and not have anyone tell them they're wrong. And when you tell them they're wrong, they want to say you're being a bully. That's what this guy just said. And Ray just put him in his place because what did he do? He brought him right back in, in a compassionate way to say you're a criminal in God's sight. And, and Ray was saying that to him with such compassion that you end up seeing that this guy is, I mean, he's got a smile on his face. He's, he's thinking through some of it. I don't think he's ready to convert, but God can do that. But the reality is, Ray's not letting him escape with his own foolish thinking. This is the, for the proverb, you answer a fool according to his folly, or don't answer a fool according to his folly, lest you be like him. Ray's not giving up God to answer this guy, as some people try to evangelize and do. No, Ray is upholding God's word and saying, this is a standard. Yes, of course you think he's a bully, because you're a criminal. Ray's not trying to make it sound good for this guy, just so this guy will like it or hear it and be like, oh, I really like you. Ray is more concerned that this guy believes in Christ, that this guy loves Christ than loves Ray. Ray, along with what a Christian should be, is there is no compromise, especially when it comes to the gospel. You have to be, for lack of a better word, I would say cutthroat. You have to be stern to these kind of guys um, because sometimes that's what it takes to get to wake them up. If, if he soft pedaled it, if he actually went back and just said, well, you know, God does this and this and, you know, he's, he's good here. And, you know, he's, <laughs> he may do something good for you over here. <laughs> you know, I mean, the guy will probably have a completely different view of God, you know, and, and, and a false view of God. And so I think, you know, what, what Ray does, he, he stands f 
firm with what the Bible teaches. And well, what, if if yeah. he doesn't, is this guy going to believe that Ray believes what he believes? I mean, if you no. think about it, I mean, this is the thing, uh, you know, uh, David Wood was telling me that uh, Nabil Qureshi, when he first became a believer, was very, very passionate, yelling when he would do debates. And people took it negatively in the West. And he was explaining to me that where, from where Nabil came from, if he didn't argue and sound angry and get heated, the, the people he knew from the Middle East wouldn't think he believed what he believed. Their right. idea is you could be completely wrong, but if you're completely emotional about it, you believe it. Where if you're very calm and, and have a calm demeanor and willing to just kind of placate, they would think you don't even believe what you're saying. Yeah, you're weak. Yeah. yeah. And, and here, this guy believes, Ray believes what he's saying. And that's the thing. A lot of people, it's like they share the gospel and they want, well, you know, I don't want to say it that way. I mean, just watch Joel Osteen, right? Yeah. Ask Joel Osteen what the gospel is. Well, you know, are people going to go to hell? Well, I don't want to think about that. I don't think that people are that bad. Yeah. <laughs> because what's he trying to, he wants people to like him. He's more interested in people liking him than they are liking God. Right. Well, that's going. So you need to repent and trust Christ. Man, I care about you. Jose, I love you. So, so he says to Jose, you're a criminal. And this guy said, that's a good point. I mean, it, let, let's back that up so you hear that in its context. That's going. So you need to repent Hold on. and trust back Christ. Back it up a little Man, more. Wrath, you're an enemy of God in your mind through wicked works. That's why you need to repent. Yeah, I messed up. It sounds like a bully to me. Well, every, every judge sounds like a bully to a guilty criminal. Ah, that's good one. So you need to repent. And you see, he's smiling at that. Jose, I love you. I care about you. The answer Hear the is compassion. The in this nation is love. And when you love someone, you don't kill them. And that's why people see let Ray who, say what he says. They hear the compassion oh, in his voice. You don't see that very often. I walk around, I don't see people crying. Probably hurt, you know. I didn't know they hurt. Their face expressions. I don't know. You just got to be more familiar to the people around you. You just got to realize... It's a tough world out here. You gotta be more loving. Yeah, you're in mortal danger, and I'm just telling you. So, so, so it's just about loving people more. In a culture that says you gotta love self. So, how do you love others and love self? Which is, you know, I'm speaking the truth. You know, I'm speaking the truth because your conscience bears witness with exactly what I'm saying. So, what do you think about this? It's been an interesting conversation, but I want you to think about. Yeah, I'll think about it for sure. I'll think about Christianity. If more and more people become secular, we're basically teasing the ball here. Well, you've got the ball attacking you. This is what's happening in school shootings. We've got a secular nation. We've got a nation that draws near to God with its lips, but his heart is far from him. We've got to turn to God as a nation and as individuals and say, please forgive us. And he promises to heal our land. That's the answer to the school shootings. Now, how shooting Ray has the in the name of God, though? Hitler did what he did in the name of God. There you go. All politicians kiss babies and say they love God. That's how to get votes. And so don't be fooled by what people say. Look at what they do. And if someone's a Christian, they will love you and be concerned about your salvation. That's, That's why right. I'm concerned for you. Jose, please think about this, okay? I'll try. I actually uh, recently went to a Bible study. But Jesus said you must be born again. That's so in interesting. John 3, and you're born again the moment you stop saying I'm a good person. And you say I'm evil and I repent of sin and I trust alone in Christ. Not my goodness, not my Catholicism, not my confession, but I trust alone in him as my savior. That's what you need to do. And the moment you do that, God will give you a new heart with new desires. And you won't run around saying, I think it's okay for a woman to kill a baby because it's her own body. You'll know right from wrong because you're out of the darkness. You're into light yourself. Does this make sense? This, this makes 100% sense, yes. I pray with you. Of course, yeah, I'd love to. No, I think I honestly. You hear that? This is, this He'd love to get this today. <laughs> Thank you. Do you notice how this Ray is? is shootings. What he's doing is he's asking God, questions. They won't hate someone. They'll love them. They you know, won't shoot them. He's using questions. We need to turn to God. And he and he makes people think. He's not. He's not just preaching at them all the time. He uses questions to get them to have to think because the the culture is right now not wanting people to think. It, 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 you know, and so many Christians try to teach when we should be asking questions to make them think about it. That's what Ray's a master at. This is just one of us. And so, you know, right. so that, and that's, that's 20 minutes long, folks. So, you know, you should be able to share that with folks, to be able to encourage people to, uh, to watch that. It's not very long. The gospel's presented clearly, as you heard, in a very powerful way. But notice how the world has no answer for school shootings, but the Bible does. 
mean, Ray can explain it to people very quickly for them to understand. The reason we have school shootings and we'll continue to have school shootings is because we have a secular nation. We have a nation that wants to remove God, wants to remove accountability, wants to remove morality, and then say, how does this happen? Well, it happens because you removed God. It's not about trying to get prayer back into school. That's, that's superficial and does nothing. Okay? It's not about prayer. It's about Christ. Mm. We need, as Christians, to proclaim the gospel loudly, boldly, but as you heard Ray, compassionately. It's not enough to just stand up and preach at people. No, lovingly proclaim the truth that they may hear, and by hearing, God may bring them to repentance. Amen. Can I also uh, bring up something? Because this is what happened recently um, on Facebook when I was, um, I was sharing, I shared a, a video uh, of Todd Friel. And I know that Todd and, and Ray go way back and, and they are uh, good friends. And, and, and this is something I just don't understand, but how some people can take claim that Ray Comfort or Todd Friel or, or people like him under the same ministry are not preaching the gospel and that they're preaching a false gospel. And it just blows my mind that is like, how can you not see the gospel in that? Why are you not understanding that you have to preach the law first and then give them the good news? I mean, it just, it blows my mind. I mean, have you heard this yet? I mean, oh yeah, I've heard, I've heard it countless times. Yeah. Um, people will make what, this What do we say about this? I mean, it's just like, I love Ray Comfort. I really do. Yeah. I don't see anything her heretical about him. Well, you know, look, here, here's the thing. All right. So Ray Comfort is an evangelist. He's yeah. not a theologian. He's not a guy who sits and studies theology. And I think part of the problem is that people want Ray to have the precision in his words of a theologian, you know, like a, a Mark Spence or an Emil Zwang who work at Living Waters. They, they have that precision. They, they like to study that. Ray's concern is that, People come to know Christ. Mm -hmm. And it's not that what he's saying is heretical in any way. It's just he's less concerned with, and not, he's, he doesn't seem to be as concerned with the precision because when you study theology, the, the little words, they make big differences sometimes. Mm. And so what people are doing is attributing to Ray things they've studied. And you have to, and, with, and this is true with anybody, you have to understand how, what they mean by what they say, okay? And Ray has clarified some of these things over and over again. I, I even think there's an article of, over on Living Waters for the people that were saying, you know, there, there used to be a thing where people would say, oh, Ray's saying that you, you, uh, if you stop sinning, you'll be saved. And it was, it's like, that's not what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Um. The, the point is, though, is that you have to understand how he, what he means by his words. And if he means that your works will get you saved, that would be the complete opposite of everything he's taught. So is that really what he's believing? No. You know, so put it in context and, and understand he's, you know, he's not speaking to theologians. He's speaking to lost people who don't know anything about the Bible. All right, so any so anything you guys want to add either about this this new film that I encourage folks to share, uh, or or specifically about these school shootings that have been going on? Just that the answer is uh, us proclaiming the gospel, and the only thing that's going to save this nation is the Lord God Himself. You know, right now I believe He's He's lifted His hand of protection off of us more and more because of the uh, route it's been going. But that's not to say that if a nation turns like Israel did so many times back to the Lord, that it can't reverse what's been done. So do you think, think Vincent, that this nation, the, the way they're behaving now, do you think they want to turn? I do not, but I also don't think that 
it's not devoid of if the Lord's willing to let this nation turn back. That's, exactly. That is his call. So, so let me ask I you, I believe Vincent. in the Lord's hands for sure. Yeah. So let me ask you, Vincent, if the Lord is going to bring a revival to this nation, how's he going to do it? He's going to do it by his people proclaiming the gospel. That's right. Far and wide to everyone. So, so all those people that are like that are Christians glued to Fox News and going, "Oh, I can't believe this is happening and that's happening," and they're and and they're worrying about what the politicians are doing, and they know Trump's every move, and they knew Barack Obama's every move, and yet they don't know God's every move. They don't. They're not reading their Bibles to know what God's will is. You know, if you're a Christian listening today and you're looking at these school shootings and you're talking about gun control or the immorality of our society or the fact that people don't have a regard for life anymore and that's all you see you're missing the point of what ray was capturing see it's not about those things it's about the gospel we as believers must be about the business of sharing the good news of jesus christ with people so that some may come to know Christ. That's our commission. That's our job. And instead of complaining about society and saying, oh, it's turning, in a, it's turning so evil, it's turning so bad. Well, the reason it's turning so bad and turning so evil is because it is God's judgment on a nation that has turned their back on God. And it started with the church. It started when the church wanted acceptance from the world that we're never going to have. We shouldn't seek that like Ray did, lovingly share the truth. Don't water it down. We do have to be loving in our approach. We do have to be having so much compassion for them that they see that. But we still must proclaim the truth. And so I encourage us you guys to, to share this movie from living waters. You could go to livingwaters.com slash school dash shooting dash movie. I'll have the link in the, in the show notes. And so, uh, want to transition there and get into, um, talking about a giveaway. We're going to do a giveaway, John. You, you, you always like Bible giveaways, don't you? <laughs> I, th I think, I think you have a nice Skylar red, Bible that I got to hold in my hands I once. Do. I do. It's a, but you it's don't a have a preacher's Bible to hold in your hands yet. I don't. Okay. So are you wondering how you might be able to enter into a contest to get Andrew, brand new? How, how can I get my hands on this Bible, this preacher's Bible? I got to have it. Well, you can't because I don't like you. And if your name comes up <laughs> in the drawing, I'm throwing it out. No. <laughs> I, I would not be offended because I already yeah. have my nice Bible. Well, I will, I will say I was shocked, and folks who, who heard the drawing know this. I was shocked. that I forget what the number was, but I think it was like 12,000 entries uh, the last time we, we gave away because people were going like crazy sharing super tons a lot. It was way too much to count. <laughs> uh, so we're going to do something that may limit those numbers so you have a better odds, okay? We don't want it to be something like winning a Powerball. Like the odds should be better than that, right? So – Here's what we're going to do. We're going to have another giveaway of a, of a the brand new $200 Preacher's Bible. And by the way, this, it was designed by John MacArthur. Now, I got to clarify because last time we did, so many people were like, I don't want a Bible written by men. Um, there's no words of John's in there. It's a, maybe other than an introduction. It's a Bible that he designed like, so it had wide margins, thick pages so you could write on and they wouldn't bleed through. Okay. That's the design he did. He designed it for preachers so that it lays flat. You can write your notes in big font. You can see it easily while preaching. <clears throat> it's a beautiful Bible. <clears throat> Here's how you enter. One, you subscribe to the Rap Report podcast. Can we see who's subscribed? No, actually we can't. But we encourage you to subscribe. The other thing we ask you to do is follow us on Twitter. Look for Andrew Rappaport at Andrew Rappaport. Follow us there. <clears throat> Look for on, on Facebook, follow the Striving Fraternity Ministries page. Uh, you can also join the group where we dialogue. So join those. But how do you enter? You enter by leaving a feed on iTunes 
for this podcast. Leave us a feed, uh, I'm sorry, leave us a review. The review actually doesn't get us any, it, you know, so many people say, oh, leave us a review because it gets us noticed in iTunes. No, actually it doesn't. But it is good feedback for us to know what you're thinking of this podcast. So leave us a review. But you say, well, I can only leave a review once. So you're saying I can only enter once. No, you can leave a review, but there's other things we're going to give you as entries. You can email us at info at strivingforeternity.org. Info at strivingforeternity.org. Let us know a couple things. You email us. You can let us know topics you want us to discuss, questions you want us to answer, or you can just let us know how you think we're doing. So you can ask a lot of different questions. You can do that. But we want to engage with you. We want to dialogue with you. We're going to take some of your suggestions and deal with them on, if it's on short, we could address on our weekly, on our daily podcast, which is a two-minute podcast. We'll, we'll deal with it there. If it's a longer one, as one we're going to deal with next week is on whether you can lose your salvation from Hebrews 6. We're going to address that question and see whether the Bible teaches that. Those are questions we want to answer. So you can email us at info at strivingforeternity.org. Leave us a review on on uh, iTunes. And you can still share the Rap Report podcast with hashtag Rap Report. And we will count all those as entries. So the more you do it, Yes, the more you can get entered. But really what we're looking for is folks that will, will give a review. Um, and we want honest reviews. You know, if you want to say, look, John, he just drives me nuts when you guys talk. He's Oh, yeah, I agree with you. Oh, sorry. We, we could talk about Josh since he left early, by the way. Josh is the one that wanted us to start recording late. And then, <laughs> you know, hey, did you guys hear that was his wife calling like an hour ago? And you know, he had to go right away. Um, <laughs> so, and he's not here to defend himself. We're so bad, but uh, we're glad that he was able to join us for the little bit that he could, but encourage you guys to enter in, leave us a review, share this podcast with others. We would appreciate that. Subscribe and encourage others to subscribe. And until next week, we want to remind you to strive to make today an eternal day for the glory of God. This podcast is part of the Striving for Eternity ministry. For more content or to request a speaker or seminar to your church, go to strivingforeternity.org.